We're on page Kufai and Tess, 179, two lines from the top, the second line. Um, and we've just been speaking about the second explanation now in Shmei HaKadl, his great name, besides being Shema Etzim, Shema Vai, which is referring to the Oyer of the Sefirois, and more in particularly how that Oyer is all the way connected, all the way back to the Oyer Atzmi, of Atzmas HaMaitzel, the essential energy, essential light of the essence, of the infinite essence of Hashem, which is the source of the world of Atzilis. Shmei HaKadl is also... Um, like the other two explanations in Neyam Avaya, Neyam, which is Nimshach Hashem Avaya, and Neyam, which is Lamaylam Hashem Avaya. So Shemaya Gadol also is the name of his great name, which is above Hashem Avaya, which is referring to the actual Eudin Seif HaMaitzel Mamish, the infinite emanator of the world of Atsilus, which has not become contracted at all in the letters of create the letters of Avaya, which refer to the steps of creation. And it does come, it does not come into any enclosement into the vessels of the world of Atsilus at all. And concerning that, it says, to his greatness, his essential greatness, there is no fathoming, there is no investigation. You cannot fathom it at all, you cannot comprehend it. First, it says, the greatness of Avaya is very praised, that that's the lower level of Shem Avaya, which, even though it's great, like we explained before, because it's connected back to the, the it's connected to Mechuber with Ein Seif, the Atma Samaitzel, nevertheless, it's Shaykh to have a praise and a fathoming and comprehension and understanding of the Seichel on that. How, how great it is. And therefore, based on how, how much a person understands the greatness of, of that level of Shmei HaGadol, there will be, how much, that's how much you all praise it. Um, and that will be also how much the, it will generate a bittel within him, how much he understands it. That's Shaykh Neshem Avaya, how it comes to as Gili, how the as a revelation of the Eidim Seif to enliven the worlds. Um, that which is already comes into a state of Hislabshus and the Kalim and the Kalim the vessels of the world of Atzilus, which is the revelation from the infinite energy of Hashem, from the infinite essence of Hashem. And that is the level which you can have a, a knowledge uh, about what that, about a knowledge of the Eichus Faif and Agili. What does that mean? Like the, like how that revelation of is expressed in the four letters, that's the way that that revelation is expressing itself. The, it's the the seer of that revelation, and then there's also you can understand the oifin of the revelation, and also eichu how the revelation is, and also not only just in the um, in the gili, also in the oir itself eichu mahu, not in just the revelation, but the actual oir. You can understand a little bit about the actual oir, and so that's all talking about the lower level of shmehagol. Second line, even though, like we just established earlier, that this level of Havaya, even the lower level of Shmaya Gadol, is connected all the way back to the infinite, um, the infinite energy of Hashem, which is the source of the world of Atzilus. Like we said, is totally unified with Havaya, that level of divine energy which enclosed within creation. Being that we're talking about this a revelation from the infinite essence, how it already becomes contracted in these steps of creation, which are hinted to in the letters of Shemavaya. Therefore, it comes into the realm of knowledge and comprehension. You can have a comprehension of that aspect of divinity, being that it's already um, contracted and condensed and diminished, even though it has a, it has a deep connection with back to the, the Atma Sayyid and Seif. But that's not who it is in and of itself. It is a revelation, an extension, a diminished um, revelation from godliness. It, happen, it happens to have a connection back to the Atzmas HaMaitzel, to the essence, the emanator, the source of the world of Atzilus, the infinite energy of Hashem, but that is just a connection. It's not who he is, who that energy is itself. Now the parentheses, Shahari Apardis, Oimir, the Sefer Apardis, who we've been quoting a lot from the Ramak, 
says, The role of Atzilus is called the name of the Ein Saif, the name of the infinite essence of Hashem. We said earlier that the name is not the thing itself, but rather reveals to you a little bit about the, about the thing. So the name of the Ein Saif, Atzilus is the name of Hashem's infinite essence, meaning that through the emanation of the energy, basically for the extension of the energy from the infinite essence of Hashem, which this extension of energy is what's going into the world of Atzilus. So through those energy of the world of Atzilus, you can know a little bit about the the infinite um, energy, the infinite essence of Hashem, which is the source of the world of Atzilus. But it's a Yedimuvdelis in a removed knowledge. So even though you have some type of a knowledge, somewhat of a knowledge of the source of the the emanate the emanator, the source of the world of Atzilus through the emanations, which he basically through the the extension of light, you can know the source of light. But it's Yedim of Delis being that there's such a huge difference, uncomparable difference between the Oyer and the the Maitzel and the Netzolim. Therefore, it's Yedim of Delis, a very very distant knowledge. So whatever knowledge you have is still very far from the truth of what the the emanation the emanator is. Like we explained earlier, and all the more so that it's that this is true that you can have a knowledge in the oyres the shemavaya in the divine energy the lights of shemavaya itself meaning already how the divine energy has become expressed and clothed and relates now to the world of atzilus that you can have a knowledge of that. Um, so this is. The the Oyer of Shemavai, the lower, the lower level Pirish of Shmei HaGadl, even though it's interconnected all the way back to the Atmi Yisamaitzel, but it's still how it's Mishamtim, Mishemavai, it's still like, talking about an energy which has already become contracted. And that's why the Paradis says that Atsilis is the name of the Ein Saif. And the name is just the external extension from the person or from the Abishter, Hamashem. Um, and therefore, that through through the through Atzilus Oides, uh, through the emanation of these lights of the world of Atzilus, we know a little bit about the Eden Seif. And so, not not only can you have through the the Oyer of Atzilus a knowledge about the actual source of the world of Atzilus, obviously, all the more so you can have a knowledge in the actual Oyer itself. Not meaning you can know about this Oyer. Really, through the Oyer, you can know even a little bit about the source of the light. But obviously, in the Oyer itself, which has already become a contracted, condensed revelation of Godliness, you can have a knowledge of that Oyer. We can say that this is what the Pardis writes, that the, uh, the name of something shows about the the characteristics of the actual thing. It, the name of something, we, we said earlier, limits it, defines it. And that is, we're speaking about... The Rebbe is saying here, Yeshlemar, this is speaking about the Oyer of the world of Atzilus itself. So these Oyeris already have taken on, they're the Shmoy, they're the name of the Ein Soif. The name already tells you the characteristics of it. And therefore, from this name, Havaya, you can know a little bit about the Oyer. And also, a little bit about, even it can tell you a little bit about the source of that light. Second parenthesis now. Now, Rebbe Shavu in more detail, we could say, Shiyash B'Shem Havaya Da'atzilus Gimodregis. So in this lower level explanation of Shmei HaGadl, relating to the actual Shemavaya, um, relating to, like we said earlier, the the Etzem of the world of Atzilus, the the Eudes of Atzilus. So more detail, we can say that there's actually three levels in the Havaya, how it relates to Atzilus. First level, Ha'alif, Masha Shemavaya, Bob First level is Shemavaya is relating to the godly energy which comes in a contracted, diminished manner, according to the 
um, ca- ca- capacity of the, the vessels, the channels of the world of Atsilis. That's referring to the divine energy, which has already become limited into the letters of Shemavaya, which each letter symbolizes a different stage in the contraction of that divine energy and its relationship with the actual Kalim of the world of Atsilis. So that first level of Shemavaya of Atsilis is how Shemavaya comes contracted in diminished manner according to the, the vessels which is hinted to in all the letters of Shemavaya. And more specifically, it's not just the Shemavaya itself, but actually the, the Nikud of Shemavaya. The, the way that you vowel, vowelize the actual Shemavaya hints to this level of Havaya, the level which is already come with Simpson. It's the Nikud of Shemavaya. Um, like you see what the Shlo says, um, in this level, which already becomes is similar to what it says that Chachma, the wisdom, which is referring to the highest level of the world of Tzilis, the highest sphere of the world of Tzilis, derives from Ayin. This is the deeper explanation. Comes from Ayin, basically from nothingness, from the level of godliness which transcends our, uh, which transcends limitation of the world of Tzilis, basically based directly from Kesser, from the Eirin Seif. So Chachmo comes from Ayin, is found from Ayin. Um, as explained in the Teira and the Hagah of the, the note in the Maimer entitled Tiku, the second Maimer Tiku. So basically, the Chachmo mi Ayin Timotse, that is the first sphere of the world of Tzilis, its connection back to the Ayin, back to the source of the world of Tzilis. So that is how Hashem Avayi Vatzilis, how it already comes with Simpson according to the capacity of the Kalim. It's already limited in the vessels, in the specific letters of Hashem and, and specifically that's referring to the actual the vowelization. It could be saying that sometimes when you see um, the Hashem Avayi vowelized a different way, it could be not the same, the regular vowel, and that could be referring to this level of the Simpson aspect of Hashem and that is relating to this verse, the first level of the world of Attila is how it's connected back to the Ayin. Um, uh, and ex- as explained in Tiku, in this Maimer Tiku, the second Maimer, that the Kav, this limited divine energy, diminished divine energy, how, how, it's, the, how it's drawn down after the Simpson, is comes Yashme Ayin, it comes in a way of Yashme Ayin, of, of something from nothing. Nevertheless, it's still attached all the way back to the Ayin. So that's this aspect of divinity, the lust level of Shemavaya, how it is Tzimtzum Lufi Erech HaKelim, but still deeply connected back to the Ayin. Chochma, which is the first sphere of Atzilus, it's found directly from the Ayin. So the Kav, this diminished energy, how it's directly connected, attached back to the Ayin. That is the first level of Havaya, how it relates to Atilas. It explains also in the famous Hemshech Samachvav. Bez, the second level of Havaya of the world of Atilus, which is the lower explanation of That's the second, this higher idea of Ani Havaya, the I, the Atmos Amaitzel, the source, the emanator of the world of Atilus, is totally one with Havaya. This is referring to the level of. Um, divine energy of the world of Atzilus, how it's totally one with the infinite energy of Hashem, which is the source of the world of Atzilus. This is the aspect of Shemavaya, how it is totally simple, undefined, and has an aspect of infinity towards it, an infinitude, and it's very innate, very essence, inherently. 
So this is a higher, even higher level of Shema Vaya, not how it's already become but symptom relating to the specific sphere of Chachma. It is, it's, it's the highest level, highest sphere of the world of Atilas, but it's already talking about how it's come but symptom, the areas come but symptom relating to the limitations of each, each sphere. And it's Me'ayin Timotzi. It's found in a way of Yesh Me'ayin, which actually brings about, brings up more of like a, a distance. It's found in a way of Yesh Me'ayin. It's created from nothing, meaning it doesn't appreciate its source at all. Because it's already how this Oyer has already become Tzimtzum, has taken on a certain seer, which therefore removes it more from its source. But here, the second level of Havaya is how it's totally Haniyavaya, how it's totally one. It feels its attachment back to the, the emanator, the source of this limited energy, it feels its attachment all the way back to the infinite energy of Hashem. Um, and that is the aspect of, of Vayu, how it's totally pushed, still stripped from all definition, and therefore can express itself in any of the spheres, in any of the channels. And this is like we said earlier, that from Shem Vayu can be drawn down, revealed miracles, how it totally breaks nature, like we said. The third level of Vayu, there is the aspect of the highest level of Shemavaya, which how within the Havaya there is a, unit, a unity, a unification between these two opposites of the supernatural and the natural, of the Seviv, the infinite energy of Hashem, the infinite revelation of Hashem, and the finite revelation of Shemavaya. That even though it's a level of divinity, which is still Pashat, still totally stripped of all definition, and nevertheless it still also comes in in contracted way according to the capacity of the vessel. So two opposites together, Pshitas and Tzimtzum. And this derives from the true essence, infinite essence of Hashem, how it totally transcends both the infinite revelation of godliness and the finite um, diminished revelation of godliness. So that's the highest level of Havaya. Not, not only is it Kulichad with the source of the world of Atzillus, the source of Atzillus is already still a level of divinity which has a relationship with the limited world, the defined world of Atzillus. Then there's the Shem Havaya which connects all the way back to the true, unlimited essence of Hashem, not even how it's described or limited as the source of the world of Atzilus. That unlimited essence of Hashem is so high that it transcends both the infinite revelation of Hashem and the finite revelation. And that is the highest level of Hashem of, of the world of Atzilus. Still how it's relating to the world of Atzilus, though. <clears throat> and from this level of Hashem of Ayat, it's drawn down that there should be this idea of above nature, within nature, the supernatural within nature, like we brought from the Gemara in Bava Basa, even though you break the, the barrel, meaning you break nature, you're go, you're, something supernatural is happening still, keep the wine, don't let the wine spill out, meaning don't let nature totally break. The laws of nature should still apply, but there should be super, something supernatural happening within nature. And in a more revealed way, you see this like the idea of um, in the place of the the place of the ark in the base of Mikdash was not measurable, even though the ark technically shouldn't have fit there, but still it fit. It doesn't make sense. It was above space within space. This is only they can only, can only be derived from Shemavaya, like I said earlier, meaning from a level of divinity which is already relating to space, but has a connection all the way back to the infinite, the true infinite essence of Hashem, which unifies both the supernatural, the Savior of Kolomim, the infinite revelation of Godliness, with the natural, the Mamali Kolomim, the finite revelation. So those are three specific levels of Shemavaya of Atzilis, which is the first explanation of Shemayah HaGadl, how it relates to actually Shemavaya and not Shemayah HaGadl, which is higher than Havaya.
leaving the parentheses now. Similarly, the general level of the the energy of the kav of that finite revelation, the contracted diminished revelation of godliness, which relates to the actual limited world, which comes in a revealed way and an enclosed way within the worlds. The fact that it's revealed and felt and sensed within the worlds is because it is already limited and diminished and therefore can enclose within them in an internal way and be felt by them. This is already a level of divinity which has become contracted according to the specific characteristics, the capacity of the worlds. Um, so, so, so basically, so too, in general, the Eir kav. in general, this is the Eir kav, which comes in a revealed way and comes contracted into the specific capacity of the worlds. And it's general drawing down, the Kav being drawn down to the worlds, it has this aspect of Shem within it. All these different levels which we're speaking about basically of the divine revelation, how it already becomes related to creation, and it's already become condensed and contracted and limited, that is all levels within Shem how it relates to the world of Atzillus, and in general, more of a general way, the Eir Kav, which can also be symbolized by the Shem but in general, Eir Kav is a more general not just actually the world, the, the godly energy which relates to the spheres of Atsilas, which relates to the world of Atsilas, but in general the Erika, which is even before Atsilas, but it's the source for all creation of all worlds, that Oyer, that Erika, that limited revelation, um, is something which you can have an appreciation of, since it's limited and contracted, diminished. So it's already left the realm of infinity and become finite, limited. You can have, a, um, it's shaykh to have, it's possible to have a chekira, an investigation and a contemplation of this, the greatness of this energy, because it's already related to the limited realms. And therefore, based on your understanding and your appreciation of that energy will be how much you praise it and how much you are aroused with a love for Hashem for it or a bittle to Hashem because of understanding that. However, so now, now let's leave this idea of the Shmei HaGadol, how it relates to the Shem Avaya, how it relates to the world of Atsulus, but Shmei HaGadol, how it's even higher than Avaya. Like the verse says, to, to his greatness, meaning to his essential greatness, there is no fathoming, there is no investigation at all. It's not possible to have any um, understanding or any investigation of this level of Hashem's essential greatness at all. How it is and what it is, you can't understand at all. Like we said before, which you can understand, you can have an appreciation of the or the actual of the kav, how it is, what it is, you can have an appreciation of the behus of that because it's already limited and therefore in your realm of understanding. But this level of Hashem's essential greatness is not possible to have any knowledge. Um, how and what is his essential greatness? And therefore, obviously, it's not shaykh, not possible to have a praising of, of that um, unlimited, of that um, unlimited greatness of Hashem, his essential greatness. Because if you can't appreciate it, if you can't comprehend it, therefore you can't praise it. You can only praise, um, describe the greatness of something if you understand its greatness. At least, whatever, how it is and what it is. On the contrary, about concerning this level, it says, awesome in praise, meaning people are scared to praise him. And so they're scared to praise him because they'll never be able to appreciate him truly. Therefore, if you praise him, you might even diminish in his true greatness because you're going to praise him according to your limited understanding, which won't even relate to his essential greatness. So, and the, and the verse over there, and the, um, as Yasser continues, 
awesome and praises, too awesome basically to praise. And Oisei Fela doing miracles. So why why is he you know you just he lays that people are afraid to praise him? Because he does miracles. Pella, who Pella, the idea of Pella, this word Pella, miracle, relates to the world of Chachma. Relates to the level of Chachma. Like the saying the, the Zayar says, Pliace the amazingness of Chachma. This means to say that the level of Chachma, and even the source of Chachma, and even the source of Chachma, which that is expressed also in the word Pele. Because the word Pele is, if you rearrange the letters, it's the same letters as Aleph. Um, which comes from the same etymological root as this verse. It says, in I will teach you the word Aleph, which also comes from the word Limud, Ulpana, Upan, so I will teach you Chachma Chula. And that shows you that, that this is the source of Chachma, something which is teaching Chachma, which is giving knowledge to Chachma, giving energy to Chachma. So Pele describes either Plies Chachma, the actual Chachma itself, it's wondrous because of its connection directly back to the Ayin, like we were saying earlier, directly back to its source, which is the Eirin Saif, the infinite energy of Hashem. And also, Pele can be rearranged, it can also refer to the Aleph, to the source of Chachma, Aleph Chachma. Um, so nikra, nikra b'shem asiya etzleis baruch. But like we said in the verse, neiras sehilis, we're afraid to to praise him because oisei fele, because pele, even the source of chachma, which is the oidein sayif, the infinite energy of Hashem, the emanator, the source of the world of etzilis, that source of chachma is oisei fele, is asiya, like it uses the words there. It's just considered a mere action by Hashem, which action is the lowest, lowest level. Um, has so it's so unimportant and so nothing compared to Hashem in his very um, essence that this even the source of Chachma is, is considered just an action in the sense to bring out the point that it's just nothing just like action by a person is the lowest like we're learning in Shariq of Emunah the Asiya even Chachma is considered like Asiya Gashmis compared to Hashem so that is explaining to his greatness, his essential greatness, there is no fathoming, there is no understanding at all. Um, and it's not possible to have a praise of that greatness. And on, on the contrary, we are afraid to praise him because we realize, oh, you say Pelet, because even Pelet, even the source of Chachma compared to Hashem is, is, is just considered like an Asiya Gashmis, a physical action. So therefore, if we praise him, we're going to for sure miss out on his true, on the, in the, the true praise. We're never going to be able to describe that greatness. It's so above us. Because even Pella, even the source of Chachma, is, is a seer by him. Um, so in order to reach that level, that essential greatness, which is ungraspable, how can you reach it? This only can be reached through Haida, through admission. Like we actually explained earlier in my morning. Admitting to something, even though you don't understand it, you don't feel it, you don't appreciate it in your mind or your heart, you admit that this is the truth. And this is coming from the koyach of your, basically the essence of your soul, which has this essential connection back to that essence of Hashem's greatness. The essence of the soul is connected, derives from that essential greatness. And that is what gives you the power to basically have a muna, to have a belief, and to be able to admit the truth of that level, even though you don't appreciate or understand it, connect to it intellectually and emotionally. And not through any praising or um, not through any praise, you can never reach that level through praise. Um, that's what explains another place. Um, 
we we moidim we are admit to lach to you your very essence. Mahalim, but we praise the shame just to your beautiful name, your glorified name. We can only relate through praise, because praise only comes through your comprehension, how much you understand something, how much you appreciate it. Therefore, you can praise it. That's only relating to the shame tefatechal, to the shame like the shmaya the, the, the level of godliness which relates to the world of tzilas, which is already limited. But but to lach to, to reach lach to you, your very essence, only through haida, admitting. Um, like explained earlier, that Haida is uh, admitting, which comes from the very essence of the soul, reaches all the way back to the essence of the infinite essence of Hashem, Hashem this essential greatness. Another way you could reach this is through self sacrifice, which is you're basically activating a level within you which totally transcends logic, and therefore you reach also this level of godliness which transcends all logic, all limitation. Because it doesn't make sense to give up your life for Hashem. There's no explanation for it. You just give up your life for Hashem because you can't do otherwise because you're going against your very essence, which is connected to that essence. And this is what it says in Kabbalah and Zoyar. It says, To give up your soul to the oneness of Hashem or while you're saying Hashem Echad and Kriyashma, there's a, a, a self-sacrifice, a giving over of the self, dedication, a surrendering of the self that's happening when you're saying, when you're understanding, and you're contemplating the Hashem Echad. So that is the idea also that's happening. You're basically activating through contemplating Hashem's true oneness, which stems from His very essence. From that perspective of that essence, there is nothing, nothing else that exists except besides that essence. And therefore, you want to give your life over to that essence. And that is also connecting all the way back to the infinite essence of Hashem. So to explain this, Echad is the idea of the word the word Echad if you look at it it says Aleph Ches Dalit so Aleph Ches is Aleph stands for Aleph Ches is Chachma I will teach you Chachma so the source of Chachma Shnim Shachli is Makr L'Chachma that it's drawn down Meaning the, how the, the infinite energy of Hashem is drawn down to be the source of Chachma. Ches, in the last letter of Echod, which is Hu, Bchinas Chachma Sorry, in the second letter of Echod, that is referring to the actual Chachma. So Echod, the word Echod, Aleph, is how Hashem's in its infinite essence is drawn down to be the source of Chachma. And the Ches is the actual Chachma. In order to draw down from the infinite essence of Hashem, in order that He should come down to be the source the specific source of Chokhmah, which is already a limitation or a Yerida from Hashem, a descent from Hashem's essence. That's only through giving up your life to Hashem when you're saying, when you're contemplating on the idea of Echad. So in order to draw down Hashem to be this idea of Echad, the source, the Aleph of the Ches, of the, the source of Chokhmah, to draw down from Hashem's infinite essence, which is totally above and therefore inherently or by himself mitzad atzmah will never come down and descend so low to be the source of Chochmah how do we so to say arouse Hashem to come down to be the source of Chochmah and through that actually the source of all of creation through activating that same level within ourselves that same essential level which transcends wisdom within ourselves which transcends logic that is the Mesiris Nefesh Be'echod by contemplating the oneness of Hashem which stems from that infinite essence which compared to that infinite essence, nothing really exists. So when you contemplate that echad, then you activate that level within yourself that wants to 
that is totally unified, essentially connected with that infinite essence, and therefore wants to dedicate itself uh, even above logic to Hashem. Everyone has that level within themselves. Every Jewish soul has that. Uh, the koyach, the, the potential to give up, to dedicate his life totally to Hashem, because because he has within him, within the essence of his soul, he has within him a piece, the chelik of the kavim a piece of the essence of Hashem, the infinite essence of Hashem, which totally is above chachma, above wisdom. Therefore, he has the ability to also give over his life to Hashem in a way which transcends all logic, because within him he has a piece of that infinite essence which transcends logic. That is how you cause Hashem to come down from that infinite essence and to go down to Chachman to relate to creation. And this is the aspect, the level of Shmaya Godel, the higher level, which is the his great name, which is even higher than Avaya, which is referring to the infinite essence of Hashem, which is even above Shem Avaya, which is the level of godliness which relates already to the world of Atilus. To the extent that this level of Shmaya Godel, the Atmosphere and the infinite essence of Hashem, even Chachma, the first sphere of the world of Atzilus, the highest level basically within creation. And like we say about Chachma, Havaya B'Chachma, the verse says that, uh, that the Havaya main, mainly is expressed in the sphere of Chachma. So, so the, the highest sphere of the world of Atzilus, Havaya B'Chachma, even the source of Chachma, which is basically the infinite revelation of Hashem, which is the, the emanator, the source, the source of the world of Atzilus, but still just an, in, a revelation from Hashem, which already has a tzir, not the actual infinite essence of Hashem. So even the source of Chachma is totally incomparable to this level of the Atzimus the, the true infinite essence of Hashem. And it's considered just like an Asiya compared to that infinite essence, like a lowly action. Like the difference, between, the difference of action by a person, action to intellect, to Chachma, is so far away. And obviously by Hashem it's even further. There's no comparison whatsoever to infinite distance, whereas by a person there is it's not an infinite distance, just five levels away. Uh, like it explains in Tanya. So why is this level, the, the true infinite essence of Hashem, called His great name? Seemingly, they give name as already a revelation, external level from the person, not the person himself. So to Hashem, how can we call this level, which we're saying is the Atzimusayin Saif, the infinite essence of Hashem, we're calling it by His, his um, we're saying it's His great name, which seemingly doesn't fit. Um, because this is actually referring to the Ein Seif the true infinite essence of Hashem, which is truly infinite, not just infinite, like the like the Ein Seif uh, the infinite revelation of Hashem, which is not truly inherently infinite. It's only infinite. That's its specific seer that Hashem has given it, and the fact that you see that it's not truly infinite is that it cannot be felt within the Kalim, within limitations, within the limited creations. So it's so infinite, it's it's so mugdur, mugbal in its infinitude that it can't be felt by the finite. But Hashem, in His true infinity, is mamish bleakvul. He's so bleakvul without any hakbalis that He even can be relating to the finite. So that is a true um, infinitude, a true unlimitedness. Whereas Seviv Kolom, which is just a revelation, extent, extension from Hashem, and already has a certain seer, therefore it cannot be felt by the finite. It's Seviv, it's encompassing it, because it's above its appreciation, whereas Hashem is infinite, true infinite essence, is so infinite, so unbounded, it can even be relating to the finite. So that's why it's called Shmei HaGadol, this level of divinity, that Hashem's infinite essence is called Godel's great, because it's the true infinite essence of Hashem. Truly infinite. Without any seer, Valshem, Zanikra, Godel. That's why it's called Godel, great. 
But Noah Godel, similar to what we see that the, the world of Toyu, which is the world um, of total chaos, which there was a revelation of Hashem's um, infinite revelation to such an extent that it caused chaos with the Shvita Sakelin, the breaking of the vessels of the Sphirates of the world of Toyu. And then the world of Tikkun is actually our world, where specifically the world of Atsilas, where it was all fixed, meaning there was a revelation of godliness according to the specific capacity of the Kalim, the world of Atsilas. So the world of Toyu, world of chaos, is called Benoha Godl. There, it's called the, her great son. Why is it called? Why is it specifically hinted to in the great son? Because in Toyu, we're talking about in Toyu is hinted to in the story in the story in the Torah which talks about the seven melachim, um, the ten, the seven kings that, that ruled over Eretz before there was a king to, of a Jewish king, uh, before the Jewish Jews ruled over, but. The toyu is called is hinted to, no. Sorry, Benaha Gadol is referring to Esav and Yaakov. Yaakov is the Baal Elam Atikun. In general, the whole mode, the whole theme of Yaakov is Tiferes is basically is basically balance, which that's the whole idea of Tikun is a balance between the Oyer, the, the Gili Oyer, and the Kli. Therefore, they can coexist. But Esav, his source is from the world of toyu. That's why he was basically and down here was expressed in a negative way. He didn't go on the right path. Because that's the, from the Shvita Sakalim. His source is from such a high godly source. There's so much revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem that it broke the vessels. And that, that's why it, when it came down here, it expresses itself in a negative way. But the source is very, very, very high. So why is the world of Toyo called Benaha Gadol, her older son of Esav? Because in Toyo there is an abundance of energy, a revelation of the. It doesn't mean abundance in Kamos. It means an echos, the quality of the light, the revelation of the divine energy is bligvul. It was a different quality of energy, not a not a limited energy, a totally unlimited. That's why. So, so that's what we're calling here the Shmei Hagodol, his great name to this true Ein Seif Bligvul Mamash, the true infinite essence of Hashem. That's the true Godless. So too, the infinite, um, the essence, the infinite essence of Hashem, which is totally above the chain of creation, which is truly unlimited. That's why it's called great, because that is the ultimate greatness when it's truly unlimited, like explained before, the difference, difference between unlimited, uh, infinite, which has its seer to it, and truly infinite. But I knew to explain this even more. We still have to explain why why it's called a shame at all. This level of the infinite essence of Hashem is called a name. The verse says, Toiv shame, a good name is greater greater than good oil. So what does this this verse mean? So obviously the Pshat over here is not what we're relating to. We're here relating to this the Medrash here is the Medrash explains on this verse, Shemana Toiv The good oil goes from a ketoin to a trakling, two different types of palaces, castles. But a good name, somebody has a good reputation, that can go all the way around the world. Good oil doesn't have the same power to travel to a, such a distance, even though it can travel, it can, but it's not going to go throughout the whole world. A good name far surpasses the reach of good oil. Maybe somebody who has a nice uh, fragrance, a nice oil, it can be such a strong fragrance, it can go from one, um, from one little bottle to the whole palace, Whereas a good name can extend throughout the whole world. The um, hine for behold, they're turning the page now. Hine shemen who pinas oil is 
oil is chachma. Oil always refers to chachma. As oil is, if you put it with, mix it with other liquids, like wine, which always refers to bina and water. Uh, but oil always basically floats to the top. To the top. Sof al gabi kolamashkin, which that hints to the fact that chachma, because chachma is the highest of all the spheres, and there it's always on the top. So shemen is synonymous with chachma, and also it says shemen mishchas kodesh. Shemen, the oil of the holy anointing oil, holy kodesh is always uh, relating to chachma, the highest, the most removed of the, of the ten spheres. So v'shemen atoyiv, but now the verse says uh, the good oil, that's a higher level than just shemen, that's the hidden essence of chachma. Chachma shebe keser, which is basically the source of chachma within keser, within the infinite energy of Hashem. As it's known, shemen atoyiv, good oil, not just regular oil, is referring to the source of chachma, how it is within keser. In the crown, which is the infinite energy of Hashem, the source above Atzilus. Even though, like I just said, that oil naturally floats above even wine, which wine always relates to Bina. Nevertheless, it says that the, that the oil stopped. It has a stoppage, a stopping to it. Shemin or Chachma cannot be drawn cannot be drawn out with uh, totally an unlimited way. Um, so even though Chachma is the highest of the ten spheres, and the Eirei Tzayv is revealed in Chachma Dafka because of its um, bittel, its feeling of nothingness, but still, it, it's not totally unlimited. It's a limited sphere, which has definition to it. Therefore, it doesn't have an unlimited breadth to it. Um, it has a hefsek, but Yamin the Shemin. The Shemin stops. Chachma is not unlimited, truly. It may feel, it may have a revelation from the unlimited essence of Hashem within it, but in and of itself, it is not unlimited. That's why even the Shemana Toiv, which is the Chokhmah, how it's already in Keser, still only the scent of that Shemin, the effect of the Shemin can only go from Kitan, from the small jar, to the whole palace, to the whole castle. Which refers to in the spiritual sense, the Chokhmah, its influence only goes from Chokhmah until the end of Rolub Zilas, till Malchus of Zilas. That's its whole influence. Like Chaim explains on what it says in the verse, all of you, everything was made through Chachmah. So, which means to say, Hashem created everything through Chachmah, meaning that's referring to the, the enclosement of the infinite energy of Hashem which is above the chain of creation, which is basically the, the energy for all of creation. So that's the enclosement of the Eidin Seif, the infinite energy of Hashem within Chachma, Kulum B'Chachma, now Hashem coming within Chachma, of Ak, so the Chachma of Adam Kadmi, meaning the Chachma, how it, before it's actually become expressed in the specific sphere of the world of Atzilus. And Al Yedei Chachma the Ak, and through this Chachma, how it is in Ak, Adam Kadmi, the initial thought of all of creation, Meiru Mislabish B'Chachma Atzilus, through Eidin Seif shining in Chokhmah Da'ak, then he shines, the Eidin Seif shines within, enclosed within Chokhmah of the world of Atzilis, and also in the whole general Atzilis, from, from Chokhmah of Atzilis all the way to Malchus of Atzilis. Like it says in the Zayr, that the general theme of Atzilis is expressed in Chokhmah Da'ak, but Yilah, Mikanan of Atzilis. Chokhmah is generally, is, um, it's nested within Atzilis. That is, the gen- each one of the four worlds is expressed by a certain sphere. And Chokhmah is Atzilis, Bina is Bria, and at the Yitzira is the Midas is Zah, and the lowest world Atzira is Malchus. So the general theme of Atzilus is Chachma. But Chachma is influence, meaning its reach is only to the bottom of the world of Atzilus and not further. 
And that's why it says, Shem and Toiv, even, uh, even the, the source of the Chachma within, within, uh, within Kesser, it only, it stops. It's not infinite. It's not unlimited. Its reach only goes down to the world of the end of the world of Atzilus. We'll stop there, um, six lines on the top of Kuf Pei.